best damn nation. It is Wednesday, and y'all know what time it is. It is the best damn wrestling podcast. I'm your humble host, Brian Renegade, and with me, I have the best damn crew. First of all, I have my man at the top. Top of the wrestling charts. Uh, some would call him the grappler of grapplers. Uh, this man boxes. He can knee you in the face. Uh, his slams are impeccable. This man just acted in a Tubi movie, and I watched the whole movie, and it was good. He was angry the whole movie. Y'all got to watch it. Uh, <laughs> this man does everything. He is everything. His name is Mr. Everything, Victor Andrews. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, people? <laughs> What's happening, partner? Uh, you know, <clears throat> I got to go down to the next man. Uh, one of the beloved members of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. Uh, this man is a hard worker. He is currently working hard right now. We call him the entrepreneur. We call him the renaissance man. We call him the resident villain of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. We know and love him as LPC. He is in the building. What's going on? What's going on? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you loud and clear, my brother. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Look, this man right now is currently in the kitchen. And that's very fitting, seeing that he is the chef. Showtime! Uh... We call him the pastry pimp. Uh, he is the king of knives. What's happening, my brother, Chef Showtime? What's good? What's good? How you guys doing today? Oh, man. As as the church folks would say, blessed and highly favored, my brother. You know what I'm saying? You know how that goes. Uh, we are the best damn wrestling podcast. Thank you for watching, beautiful people. Listen, you could be anywhere in the world watching anything and anybody, but you ain't you right here listening to your boys each and every Wednesday. Uh, if you're watching us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, we appreciate you because uh, you watch us live each and every Wednesday. But if you're in Radio Land on iHeartRadio, on Pandora, uh, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Anywhere that you get your podcast, you can pick up your boys, the best damn wrestling podcast, and listen to us each and every Wednesday. We talk more than just about wrestling. So if you think this is just a wrestling podcast, you are sadly mistaken, my friend. We talk pop culture, we talk entertainment, we talk sports, and we talk life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just sprinkling a little inspiration for the beautiful people at the end of the show. If you want a word of motivation, let me go around the board to let me let me start. This is this is very fitting because we're on the road to WrestleMania right now. And if anybody knows anything about WrestleMania, this is our Super Bowl. 
This is our Super Bowl season. This is the, the finals. We are getting ready uh, for our season and fitting that is Hollywood. Let me go to the actor of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast, the man who uh, put on a, a hell of a performance in his 2B debut, Mr. Everything. Please talk about your experience, sir, and what you got going on. Man, listen, listen here, listen here. Like the man said, a brother's turmoil on Tubi right now. Go and check it out. Also, check out Shift Differential, also on Tubi. Man, I'm doing everything and everything and anything out there right now. I got some wrestling stuff coming up real soon. I got a big opportunity coming up in, on Friday in Memphis, Tennessee. Can't tell you guys yet, but after it's all said and done, you guys will know firsthand for sure. Awesome, awesome, man. We are ready to see that, my brother. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I have to say that I, I enjoyed the movie. Um, when I saw you on screen, I was like, oh, man, why is he so angry? Did he get out of jail? Who did he just kill? Uh, <laughs> but it wasn't that at all. Uh, the story was, was good, man. Yeah, it was really good, brother. I enjoyed it. Uh, so if you ever get a chance, beautiful people, if you're on Tubi, go check out those uh, two performances, and we have more to come from Mr. Everything, Victor Andrews. Absolutely. For sure, for sure. LPZ, what is happening, my brother? I know you off, I know you off camera right now, but if you could just pop in real quick to show the beautiful people what you got going on in your studio. You know, a lot of people don't get to see the behind the scenes. So, uh, uh if you don't mind. Oh, Jeff. Somebody had somebody's like a machine gun going off. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm actually on location today. I'm not even at the studio. Okay. I travel wherever wherever need to be. Hold on. I, I look kind of black like Tyrese. Hold on. Let me get some light. I was looking <laughs> like Tyrese. Hold on. I look kind of black yeah, it's, I'm yeah, I'm on I'm on I'm on location today uh doing a shoot. All right, man. What kind of what kind of shoot you got going on, my friend? Uh, we got we got a lingerie shoot going on right now. Hold on. What, 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 well shit. Okay, let me let me zoom that in. Hey, hey sweetness. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm LPs to get me in. Hey, listen, man, I know y'all gonna have a great shoot, man. Uh, your model looks great, and I know that uh, she's gonna kill it as always. Uh, LP, you uh, do your thing, my brother. So, uh, we appreciate you showing that with the viewers. This man is a hard worker, beautiful people. He's doing the podcast and shooting at the same damn time, same damn time, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's why we call him the Renaissance Man LP Chef Showtime, my brother, my brother. What's happening with you? What you got going on? Nothing. I'm just chilling. Nothing going on right now. Bored. Wanna wanna win the lottery? Something. Wanna win the lottery? <laughs> well, I hope that when you hit, you don't forget the little people. <laughs> yeah, the only person who forgets LP. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. Chef is healing today, boy. He's healing today. He is being the resident. Yeah. Resident Dylan. I'm starting to... I'm starting to wonder what happened last week. What did I miss last week that you guys <laughs> like the big rivalry or something? What's going on? Hey man, we've been going at Jack. And it's and it's and you know what? It's gonna get worse today because today, beautiful people, we have trivia with Chef. So uh that's gonna be so interesting. Uh listen, it's the last man standing. Chef is gonna fire off some questions. And we're going to try to answer them to the best of our abilities. Um, I don't know how much I know, but we shall see. And whoever wins this is going to be the last man standing, the king of the ring, the new trivia tribal chef. Trivia tribal? Chief. 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 I knew, I knew, same spelling. I had to take out the eye. I didn't take out the eye in my brain. That's what I didn't take out the eye in my brain. I saw the word. There's no. There's no I in team, but there's I in chief. <laughs> but if you take the I out of chief, you just got chef. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't take the I out in my brain. I should have took the I out in my brain. Oh, man. Hey, listen. Uh, let's go over to the best damn nation, man. We got some people saying, hey, uh, from Dolores. Dolores Conyers. Hello, guys. That's my boy. Yes, sir. Sounds familiar? Antibodies? Hmm? That's, that's my mom and them. That's, that's my mom and them, man. You know, man. Mama mama. Mama. Focus, mamas. is watching this show. That's all we care about. I don't care about nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your support. Uh, mama Everything. That got a ring to it. Mama Everything. Absolutely. Hi, Mumsy. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Fellas, man, you know it's been... A hell of a wrestling weekend. You know, we got to get into it each and every Wednesday. Beautiful people, prepare yourself for hot topics. Listen, um, we're going to make it a little light because I want to focus on trivia because I want to watch some ass today. So I want y'all to be support, supporting your boy, Brian Renegade, as I win this competition for all these poses on this show. I think they get, they know a little bit more than Brian the Brain. So, uh, but we're going to get into that in a minute. I see your face. I see your face. You can look however you want, Mr. Everything, but you getting your ass whooped today, sir, in this trivia. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm ready. I'm ready. Gonna, I'm jacked. You're gonna do. You're gonna do what exactly? I'm whooping that ass. It doesn't matter what you're gonna do. <laughs> I'm appalled, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, fellas, let's talk wrestling, man. Uh, on SmackDown, we had a face to face with Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley. The interchanging was very interesting and very good, uh, but there was a comparing of the poppies on the show. Dominic Mysterio stepped in Charlotte Flair's face and started talking. I can't remember what he said because everything that came out of his mouth was absolute garbage, but he did say something about having a mommy and being a poppy. Now, we all know that Charlotte Flair just recently got married, and Charlotte Flair was like, hey, Dominic, who is of Latin culture, he, she said, my husband is a Latin man, and he has a quite thicker accent than you. He is a real poppy. 
Uh, that was very interesting. I like it. And then uh, Rhea Ripley's partner, Buddy Murphy, chimed in also. Mr. Everything, what did Buddy Murphy say? Buddy Murphy said, yeah, mommy has a real poppy at home, too. Ooh, compare mommies and poppies. I like that. Uh, <laughs> fellas, I want to go around the board real quick. I want to see what you guys thought about that segment. Uh, I'll lay it off with Mr. Everything. Go ahead and knock it out of the park, Mr. Everything. What do you think about the Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley? Face to face. Man, I think we did not need Dominic. We did not need Dominic whatsoever in that segment. It needed to be just about Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair because that's all we're going to care about in terms of WrestleMania and this match, Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. In fact, I hope Dominic's not even at WrestleMania. If he is, stay here behind the catering. Hopefully, I'll be there too. We can sit down and chop it up and figure out some things to make you better because you, you're screwing things up right now. You're looking really stupid and dumb. And you're taking down Rhea Ripley right along with you. But um, I think the exchange between Charlotte and Rhea would have been a lot better had Dominic not been there. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, they, they haven't sold me on this match yet. They, they really haven't sold me on this match. I just know it's just Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte, which we've seen before. But they need to give me, they need to give me more. And we need to get Dominic out of the way in order, us, in order for us to get more. Yeah, I think they're really using Dominic because he has a lot of heat on him, man. Uh, when people see Dominic naturally uh, <laughs> anywhere, he gets booed. Uh, he is uh, one of the, and I dare say it, he has the type of heat that Baron Corbin would have. When people just naturally hate this dude. And I don't care who it is. When you watch the story and you see how bad he disrespects his father, who is an absolute legend. Let's get that out of the way. Rey Mysterio is an absolute legend. First ballot Hall of Famer all the way in any promotion that he's ever wrestled in. This storyline with Dominic is diminishing his legacy. And as we all fathers, man, we try to build a legacy for our families. We try to work hard and create something. Um, to have somebody try to tear down your legacy and what you built, man, that is very hard to watch because it has a that that storyline where Dominic and Ray are father and son. They were once tag team champions, uh, and then there was a tiff. Dominic had to go on about his way. LP kind of called it. He said that there was going to be. Uh, some some back and forth. Dominic was going to turn heel. He did. It turned out great for Dominic and his career. What I do not like is the disrespect, and I think a lot of people uh, in front and behind the cameras are kind of, quite frankly, sick of that man. LPZ, uh, let's go to the resident villain of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. I want you to chime in, man. Um, what did you think about the Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley? face-to-face, -face, and do you think that Dominic was needed for that segment? I mean, it, it really was just what you said. It was a face-to-face. -face. They didn't do nothing. They just uh, <laughs> they just looked at each other, and then they just kind of walked off. So, uh, to be honest, I kind of think Dominic helped. He helped it a little bit because what else were they going to really talk about? Like, we have seen it before. 
And I thought that I thought they were gonna go with the angle of she wasn't ready and now she's ready. So they, you know, they're gonna push it that angle, but they're not even really doing that. So like really, I think I actually think Dom helped that whole entire situation. He made it he made it a little bit more interesting than her coming out there. But I, I really think that if she wins the belt, she's gonna leave uh judgment day anyway. But I guess we'll talk about that a little bit later to another subject. But I kind of see oh, that cause I see I kind of see that happening because if she's not going to have the belt and she be because she have to be on SmackDown, right? But here's here's the thing though: Do we really need Dominic? Like, I feel like he's taken away from Charlotte and Rhea. Like, if he's coming up to get gang heat and use his own, I guess you know his own crowd interaction, it's more so putting more attention on Dominic. So now it's got to be a situation where. All right, now we're looking for Dominic to be at WrestleMania and be involved in this match in some kind of way. And do we really want that to happen? Because I think that takes away from Rhea Ripley from being able to get her her face back from losing for WrestleMania two years prior. So I think well, Dominic I think, is taken away from these ladies. I think they got to do that because Rhea's supposed to be the heel, but Rhea still gets cheered on a regular basis. So if Charlotte's going to be the face and Rhea got to be the heel, they got to do something. Even when Rhea do bad stuff, she's still getting cheered. So you add Dom in the mix, that does bring a little bit of something toward her. Because uh, without that, like people, people do want to see Rhea win. They don't want to see Charlotte win, but Charlotte is the face. So that's why that's why yeah. I think they're using that, that's why I think they're using Dom, who has the most heat on anybody in the company right now. Dominic well, you know, definitely does have a lot of heat on him. Go ahead, Mister Everything. Go ahead. Yeah, I think people are just, just tired and sour with Charlotte Flair. I mean, look how she came back in. You said it yourself, LP. She came back in as a human money in the bank uh, contract, walking around, just came in, got a title shot, and won the belt, and just kind of went right back to not even where she left off at because she didn't leave with the title. She just kind of was stagnant, and then she went and got married or whatever. Um, I think the whole thing with Rhea is, yes, she does get cheered, but I think it's more so of them portraying her as the new China. And remember, China did was a heel. However, she was getting cheers because everybody wanted her to wanted to see her win. They wanted to see her win an Intercontinental title. They wanted to see her do all the things that everyone is saying that she's capable of doing. And I think that's the whole situation with Rhea is that she's in a position where it doesn't matter what she do, She's going to get cheered because they want to see her do the things that everyone is saying that she either can or can't do. Mm. I can definitely see that, man. Uh, I think that Rhea is a star regardless, man. And I think with her being in Judgment Day, that really rose not only her star, but the star of everybody else that's in that group, right? Um, and I keep thinking that they do need another member. They need a powerhouse. They need another powerhouse. And I think I was trying to think who would I fit there? Who would I put there? Uh, I think Bronson Reed will be a great addition yeah. to that. And he will be the dominating force that uh, that they really need. But I'm not sure if they're accepting new members right now. At one point, they were trying to get a lot of people, but they're not trying to get anybody now. So uh, if if Rhea Ripley does win, and I'm going I'm to pose this question to Chef because he missed everything just asked that. If Rhea Ripley does win the belt, Chef, do you think that she will leave Judgment Day? Yes. I think she will. She's going to branch off by herself. 
and just start taking over the women's division. That's if she wins. But if she loses, uh, Judgment Day is going to be her family for the rest of her life because she sucks. What, 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 what was that word that you just used? She sucks right now because of Dominic. Oh, Dominic, well. Dominic watered her down you know, a lot. If, if, you, if you rub the slime from a slug on you, <laughs> I guess you know you get a little residual. You don't turn into a slug, but you you're a little slimy. So I can see what you mean. She's a little slimy for being aligned with Dominic. But if, if honestly, business wise, if I got one of the most hated members on the WWE roster today and Dominic, I'm gonna keep him to my side because I know what's making everybody ass is to see this sogginess next to me. But I'm going to use that heat to make me better. And I think that that's what Judgment Day, in essence, has done a lot. But they've accepted Dom for who he is. But anytime there is a match, nobody wants to really tag with Dominic. Nobody wants to really rely on Dominic to pull out the win. Nobody is looking for that. <laughs> nobody wants that. Um, that's in Judgment Day. And every time that they win because of Dominic, it's complete shock and awe. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, okay, you put that off. I, I always knew that you could do it. No, you didn't. You was you were scared as hell. Uh, <laughs> I can I can see all of them uh, from Damian Priest to Finn Balor. Uh, they they are aware of, of Dominic's sockiness, but they're definitely using his nuclear heat right now that he has in order to keep the Judgment Day uh, strong as a faction. But I thought that was interesting, the Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley face-off and comparing enough to Poppies on social media. I thought that was pretty interesting, man. But we'll see how that how that lines out, man, because I really want to see the Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley fight. I think that's going to be a great fight. And when Rhea does win that belt, it is going to be awesome. Let me ask another question. Do you guys think that Rhea can take it off of Charlotte? Let me go LP. Yeah, I, I think if they're going to do it, it's like I said last week, they're going to do it because that is going to be stacking up her numbers. She's going to lose it, but she's going to get it back. Like, mm. How long how long short ahead now? About what, two months? Uh, Yeah, two months. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, look at the competition that Charlotte has. She has zero competition, so I really think they're going to... Um, I think they're gonna go ahead and give it to her. And Rhea, if Rhea don't get it now, when would you give it to Rhea? Like this is she's she's very popular right now. Right. Rhea is super popular right now. And uh as far as female stars goes, uh for the new women, Rhea is up there, man. Um, as far as character wise, I think that she has the best some of the best character work right now in WWE, to be honest with you. Um, so I'm excited to see more from Rhea Ripley and see what she does. Uh, even if she wants to stray away from the goth character, which I don't think that she will because that's been really strong for her so far. Um, I'm excited to see. I remember when I saw Rhea Ripley and uh, she was walking by me and I had asked her for an autograph and she gave me this look that pierced deep in my soul. Made me pee a little bit. She is intimidating as a woman. I could see uh, the women's division could be a little fearful of Rhea Ripley. 
But uh, that was when she was in the NXT, man. And now that she is Rhea Ripley, I think that she is a force to be reckoned with. And I think if you're going to give anybody the belt on SmackDown or if you're going to have a passing of the belt of any sort, you should do it with Rhea Ripley. But there's one one big, small problem to that whole equation, fellas. You know what that is? Who? Who? She is facing the queen, Charlotte Flair. Oh, my gosh. Here you go. That's right. Here, here I go. go. That's right. <laughs> that, that's damn right. Here I go. She is facing the queen, Charlotte Flair. That is her only problem. If she was facing anybody else, if she was facing like Bianca, or she was facing like Liv, you know what I'm saying? It, she would definitely pull off the win, but she's facing Charlotte Flair. One of the greatest women of all time, and I think that Charlotte's going to put on a, a hell of a match, man. I'm excited to see it. Uh, but let's go down this SmackDown card, man. Uh, we also saw some chinks in the armor of the bloodline, fellas. Uh, it's a lot been going on. Uh, Jay went missing. Jay came back. Won the championship. Went missing again. Sammy keeps coming in and out. Uh, Solo don't know what the hell going on. He's just like, I've been forcing. <laughs> I'm just here. You know what I'm saying? Watching the travel team. That's all. You know, um, and and Jimmy is all over the place emotionally. This is uh, like I keep saying, man. This is one of the greatest storylines of all times, fellas. I want to see what y'all guys think about the state of the bloodline and if they'll stay together on the road to WrestleMania and then after WrestleMania. Where do you see the bloodline being at? Let me go, Chef Showtime. <clears throat> Uh, the bloodline about to break up, completely break up, because I have a feeling Jay about to go back to them days where Roman used to beat on him, beat on his brother, and they're going to switch up on him. Hold on. This is one of those situations. This is one of them color purple situations. You told Hopper who to beat me. Uh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Jay didn't get much. Uh, you know, oh man, did you tell Hoppo to beat me? Listen, Jay gonna come up. I've been, I've been fighting my whole life, <laughs> and I'll be, I'll kill it today before I hit him. Yeah, he ain't gonna, he ain't gonna deal with that now. This Jay is completely different from the Jays of the past that we've seen. Uh, this is the first moral Jay that I've seen. Yeah. Jay was y'all got to think about it on the road for him being main event Jay Uso. First, you ain't know who he was, and then when he got into the bloodline, that's when you can differentiate between the two twins. And then Jay Uso started making a name for himself as a glorified hitman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was a glorified hitman, soulless. Let me get him. He was always angry. And then, you know, the storyline with Sammy, you started seeing a little bit of his softer side come out. But now you look at Jay, man, and you can see the hurt and pain. I mean, Jay does not get enough credit, man, 
for being a great actor, bro. He don't, and I, I know he's kind of in his lane and in his character, and he's sinking in it and sitting in it. But man, he don't get enough credit for the stuff that he does on screen when he draws emotion, whether it's anger or whether it's confusion or whether it's just like he just don't get the credit that he needs. Man, I think I want to really see more from Jay. But as far as the bloodline is concerned, Mister Everything, where do you see this going after WrestleMania? Uh, it's the way it needs to go. It needs to be just about Jay. Like I said before, um, I think Jay is going to be the reason why Roman Reigns loses the title. And that would be the big deciding factor in how things are going to go with the bloodline. Um, Solo right now, like you said, he's just the enforcer. So he's going to go pretty much, he's going to go with his brothers. Once he sees and once he realizes, because even this past Friday, when um, uh, Paul Heyman was talking to Jimmy, and and Solo was kind of sitting there, and you could tell the look on his face was like he was thinking hard about what decision he would make in terms of what would happen with his brothers and his cousin. You know what I'm saying? So you know, blood is tight, but you got to think about it in in terms of a household. Who would you rather side with? Would you rather side with someone that you grew up with in the same house? Or are you going to side with somebody who kind of lived down the street or, you know, on the next city, the next state or whatever? Um, but I think this entire thing is all surrounded around Jay, as it should be. Because Jay, like I said before, Jay was the one that gave Roman his very first loss in WWE. And this whole storyline with the bloodline started with Roman and Jay. Of course, you know, Jimmy was gone. But it all started with Jay. Jay was not with it. Jay was, you know, he was uh, defiant of Roman Reigns. He just wasn't trying to acknowledge him. And then when he, he was forced to do so, he he was all into it. But now it's more so like, come on, man. Like, how much more do I need to do to show you that I'm down with you? You know what I'm saying? So it's it's gonna it's gonna definitely turn some heads. And that's a couple of weeks leading up to WrestleMania. That Monday after WrestleMania is going to be fire, hot, red, burning up. I'm talking, you're not going to be able to hear nobody's promo on that Monday after WrestleMania because the fans is going to be ridiculous. Uh, I absolutely agree with you on that, sir. Um, LPZ. Man, you kind of, you kind of, we got to go back to calling you the genie of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. You kind of saw this a long time ago. I wanted to get your thoughts on what do you think about the state of the bloodline and if they're still going to be a dominant force after WrestleMania. Uh, you know, as they say, all good things got to come to an end. And it's just it's just to that point where they're they're about to come to an end. They had a good run. I think that faction been together probably longer than most factions, with the exception of maybe the four horsemen. Cause you know, most factions only get like a good year, maybe at the at the most. Mm -hmm. So I think I think it's I think it's beyond time for them to go ahead and uh go their separate ways. I still think the Usos gonna stay together. I don't see the Usos being apart long because that's just not gonna make no sense. Um Solo, it's, it's it's really hard because when Roman leaves, 
I don't mm-hmm. see a reason for him to stay a group. So I really think Solo gonna have his own run, and Jimmy and Jay gonna go back to being tag guys. Um, I just don't, I just don't see no other way it works out. But they definitely, they definitely about to break up in one form or another. It just, it's gonna happen after WrestleMania. I just don't know. Uh, I don't know how it's gonna happen yet, but it got, it gotta happen. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Let me go over to the best damnation. Uh, we got one over here from Mama Everything. She said, "Thank God I'm sick of them anyway." <laughs> salute, <laughs> salute to Mama, man. She keep it real with you. Uh, yeah, the bloodline has been running things for a long time, man, and uh, it's almost like this uh, this Fast and the Furious kind of family is kind of dysfunctional. Uh, they have. Uh, they have trauma that bonds them together as a group. Unfortunately, you know what I'm saying. It's not based out of love. It's based out of trauma. So <laughs> that's why you're starting to see those cracks because Sami Zayn kind of came in and he just pointed out the obvious trauma because it was happening to him. But all throughout the story of the bloodline, it was talking about Roman being this abusive uh, figure, a Joe Jackson type of figure that beat the five heart, uh, not, not the Jackson five into uh, success. Joe Jackson beat the Jackson five into success. And that's what Roman did for the bloodline. I hate to say it, but you know, uh, that's the way it is. Um, so I want to see more. I would love to see the group evolve and maybe add one or two more members. And then, you know, there be a new face, of the bloodline uh, post-Roman's exit uh, or break or whatever he wants to have, man. But I really want to see more from the bloodline. And we just mentioned uh, your boy a few minutes ago, uh, Solo Sokoa. Uh, fellas, at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast, we'll see Solo Sokoa smile a lot. The last time we kind of seen Solo Sokoa smile was when Sammy had cracked the joke and he kind of cracked a smile a little bit. But this man is all teeth right now because he just got married. So Sokoa uh just got married to his lady. He got a sister. There you see it. Love, black love. Samoa's got black in them too. But all the brothers got them <laughs> sisters. <laughs> all the brothers got a sister. You know what I'm saying? Um, I love him, man. He looks happy. Uh, you know, he has a beautiful family. All the guys have beautiful families, man. So I want to see more from Solo. I want to really see him exert his dominance. Exert. Yeah, I think I said that right. I want to see him really be dominant on this roster uh, and really do some things, man. But yeah, you're right. The bloodline is kind of... I hate to see it, man, but uh, it's not looking too good for you boys. That's all I got to say. Uh, let's move this over to uh, Raw, man. There was a lot of stuff that happened on Monday Night Raw. If you guys aren't familiar with the show, uh, I just want to do a couple of highlights because it is a three-hour show. Sometimes it's kind of hard to watch because it is a three-hour show and I fall asleep, so I watch it in the morning. Uh, but some of the things that I really picked up uh, on that show was <laughs> we possibly have Bobby Lashley, the Almighty, versus Ray Wyatt. I want to go around the room. 
I want to see what you think. Uh, Bobby said to Bray Wyatt, I don't play little kids games. And if you mention my name again, I will hurt you. Mr. Everything, how do you feel about Brock? Excuse me, Bobby versus Bray Wyatt. I'm just trying to figure out why. You know, I, I just don't understand why this is even happening. Why is even a concept? Because it, it does nothing. And I've seen, I've seen some kind of rumors, uh, reports of a possible Hurt Business versus the Wyatt Six, which we still haven't seen that even um, come to fruition yet. We don't even know nothing about this Wyatt Six or if, he, if there even is going to be a Wyatt Six. Right now, it's only Bray and Uncle Howdy and possibly Alexa, who has disappeared. Yeah, what happened with Alexa? With Alexa, she's disappeared. (laughs) Um, But I don't understand Bray versus Bobby because this does nothing for either man. Neither one of them. If Bobby beats Bray, he goes nowhere. If Bray beats Bobby, he goes nowhere. So there's no real purpose in this match. I would rather them throw Bobby and Brock Lesnar again because that makes more sense to me than Bobby and, and Bray Wyatt and Brock versus Omos. Like, none of this really makes sense to me. It's just just filler matches is all it is right now. It's just filler matches. Um, Let me see because I was about to make a comment. But LP, do you agree with Mr. Everything? How do you feel about Bobby versus Bray Wyatt. Do you feel like there's some substance uh, to this whole uh, story leading to WrestleMania, or do you think it's a waste of time? Uh, yeah, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I'm not excited about that at all. Like by no means am I excited about them about to probably have him Bobby get squashed or whatever because they're still trying to push Bray. So why in the world would you use Bobby as a stepping stone? Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not feeling neither one of the matches. Uh, I, to be honest, I might would have liked it better if it was Brock instead of Bobby. I might would have been into it a little bit more. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I'm to be honest, WrestleMania not looking all that great to me. <laughs> period. But yeah, I'm just not a. It ain't nothing exciting about it. I just know Bobby probably gonna get squashed for no reason. Cause like to keep it a hundred, Bray can't beat Bobby. No, no version of Bray Wyatt can beat Bobby Lashley. I am sorry. You can you can call Uncle Howdy. You can put him back with the wide six. You can bring him back to family. You can do whatever uh, you want to bring. Bo Dallas can bring in his boy, and they can bring the B team. It ain't no way <laughs> that he's gonna beat Bobby Lashley if they want to keep it a book. Oh man, you know what? And I kind of feel you on the LP. It really does nothing for either man. But, but maybe this is the opportunity for Bray to work with Bobby and bring some actual charisma out of Bobby. Bobby showed he's he's shown flashes, little flashes of of I ain't even gonna say greatness, little flashes of, of goodness in his promos, some of his promos. He still needs work. I don't know what it is, man. It's it just it's not quite not quite there. But maybe him working with Bray Wyatt, he can really dive into a storyline and do more than I'm just gonna beat your ass. 
No. Bray is a very cerebral thinker. He even put out the little muscle man video, and I wish I could play it, but I want to I want to take the video down. But the muscle man song, uh <laughs> they played the muscle man song and and made out of Bobby Lashley man, and Bobby did not like that too much. So we will see how this kind of pans out, man. I I, I wasn't really a fan of it at first, but I was like, you know what? Maybe this will be able to pull something out of Bobby as an actor, as a performer. Maybe this can pull a different element out of Bobby. And if anybody can do it, I would think that, that Bray Wyatt can certainly do it because he did it for L.A. Knight. To be honest with you, I know a lot of people didn't care too much for that glow match, but like I keep telling you, they, hey, that match did wonders for L.A. Knight's career because it established him as a legitimate star, uh, potential star in the business. You know what I'm saying? But Biden versus Bray Wyatt. Um, on, on the card, we also have Brock Lesnar versus Omos. Let's talk about it real quick. Uh, Chef, how do you feel about Brock versus Omos? Do you want to see it? We had an interaction on Monday with uh, Brock Lesnar and MVP. Well, MVP was damn near scared to get into the ring. I didn't know what that was about. He was terrified to get into the ring with Brock Lesnar. Then he finally got into the ring. Um, they discussed Omos versus Brock Lesnar. Oh, uh, Brock was like, hey, MVP, you are the one of the greatest in the, in the business. You got to sell me on this match. Why should I be interested? Even Brock was like, why should I be interested in this fight? <laughs> why do I want to take this fight? This is what Brock Lesnar, one of the greatest wrestlers and, and combat fighters in history, was saying to MVP. MVP was like, well, you can You've done everything, but you haven't conquered the seven foot four, four hundred pounds, however much you weigh, Omos. But we do we fail to remember when Brock Lesnar was in the land of the giants and he was destroying Mark Henry and Big Show and Great Kali, and I don't care who was in the ring. Brock is an absolute beast. And he will pick Omos' big seven-foot ass up and toss his ass outside the ring. I absolutely believe it. Chef, how you feel about Brock Lesnar versus Omos? I don't want to see it. because you're. I don't want to see that match because you already know what's going to happen. They're going to make Brock win. Mm, that's that's That's... We have we talk about this all the time. That's that racism stuff right there. I don't I don't want to watch that match. Because <laughs> the same way <laughs> back, you did not pull out the racism part. It's the truth though. You know that's it's the truth. They want to make him seem like he's unbeatable, but you know so it's gonna all belly back down to Bobby Lazzy coming back. No, it's gonna be a waste of a match for me. Mm. I think that he definitely needs a bounce back after losing. Three times to Bobby Lashley. And losing. Three times to Roman Reigns. That's why they're going to let him win. They, I mean, to be honest with you, they, and I'm not mad at that. Because I really don't want to see almost win. Oh, it's doing nothing. It would do great for Omos if he knocked off Brock Lesnar. But to be honest, 
Omos is seven foot tall. Ain't too many people gonna stand up to him. So I think Brock is gonna decimate Omos, but he's gonna have his hands full. Absolutely. LPZ, what do you think about Brock Lesnar versus Omos? Uh, I I think Brock gonna win, but I'm gonna tell you right now, Brock ain't suplexing him. He ain't, he not going to Suplex City. I don't care what nobody say. He not taking that big. He not taking that big dude to Suplex City because he gonna break you his neck. You don't think he's gonna be able to take Omos to Suplex City? Yeah, he's, he's literally taking everybody to Suplex City. You don't he think he's gonna tall. be able to take Omos? Omos is too tall, man. Omos gonna break his neck trying to go to Suplex City. <laughs> oh man. I think it's I think it's something different. I mean, I'm not excited about it, but I can say it's something different that nobody expected. Let 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 the brother be on WrestleMania. He is he is a brother. He ain't the best in the world, but he's gonna get to be at WrestleMania with a lot of people. I, I throw him a pity. I throw him a pity clap. But he he might not never get his chance again. And he might be brought. You know what? I haven't really thought about that possibility, but you're right. He might be. No, I don't see it happening. I just, I don't. If it if it happens, but you know, to be honest with you, for if he can't beat Bobby, and Bobby struggled with almost, but he beat almost. Does it do anything to see Brock Lesnar beat almost, or would Brock Lesnar really have to dominate? Omos to, to where people are saying, hey, Brock is still that guy. Let me pose that question to all you guys. I'm a, Whoever want to answer that, go ahead and, and feel free. Uh, do you think that Brock Lesnar would have to be absolutely dominated against Omos for him to be back in some type of title contention? I think the, the biggest thing with that yeah, I think, I think the biggest thing with that is the comparison factor. So you have <clears throat> Omos. I mean, Bobby Lashley struggling to beat Omos, but he pulled out the win. You have Bobby Lashley running through Brock Lesnar and pulling out a win. Then you're going to have Brock Lesnar run through Omos and pull out a win. Like, it's just the circle just, it sounds dumb. You know what I'm saying? Like, Brock couldn't beat Bobby. Bobby struggled with Omos. Brock is going to be Omos with no with no problem. That just doesn't make that just doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and again, you know, if Omos pulls out the win, what is that? What is what is the take? Where does he go from there? If you're not going to push this man who should have gotten a title shot a long time ago, I thought that was going to be uh, you know, a thing for him in terms of Roman Reigns when he didn't have anybody to step in the ring with him, that would have been a great opportunity to do it. If you're not going to push this man towards a title of some kind, then what are you have him for? You know what I'm saying? I mean, he is a very large man who should be running ruckshot through everybody that stands in the ring with him. But he's having issues of being able to show his dominance, to show his size and his power that everyone is trying to make it out that he has. You know, the whole match with him and um, Braun Strowman was the the factor of us saying, okay, this dude can really get busy with the larger guys. 
now you're going to put him in there with Brock, Brock Lesnar and then kind of get thrown away, thrown over the place. I think the biggest thing for as far as Suplex City goes, in order for the fans to get invested in this match, you have to have Brock and Omos stand face-to-face, let Brock attempt to do the suplex and fail at it, and let Omos slam him on his back to make the fans say, you know what? I think Omos is going to run through Brock, Brock Lesnar. And then when we have the match at WrestleMania, let Omos run through him, let Brock get at least one good suplex out of nowhere. Possibly F5, possibly not. Who knows? But it makes the match more entertaining and more watchable. I can see that. Uh, Chef, you're about to make a comment. Go ahead, sir. I forgot what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> you were saying you were saying Brock needs to retire. Yeah, he do need to retire. He to, I mean, because I understand why they keep bringing Brock back. He brings a lot of money with him. You know, he brings his fans, his fan base. But everybody want to keep watching Brock. Then all of a sudden, pop up Super F five, a couple people, and then back. No, that's the same storyline. Rewrite this. You know, rewrite it. Come out with something else. Like how Brock Lesnar come out and get somebody F five him a couple times. You know, you're like it's it gets boring at the moment. You know, I can't keep watching the same thing over and over. And like if I see that Brock Lesnar run through Omos, I ain't watching wrestling no more. <laughs> oh man, uh, we'll see, man. That's going to be a hell of a challenge for. Uh, Brock Lesnar, man. I mean, Omos is a big guy, man. I seen Omos. He when he playing with his with his hands, it just looked so massive. Like I don't understand. And then you look at his hands compared to like MVP's head. It's like that dude got some big ass fingers, man. <laughs> like he can put you on the head and knock you out. So it's it's interesting to see this matchup. I I you right. I would rather. I would rather, to be honest with you, I would rather have switched this up. I would rather have seen Bray Wyatt versus Omos and maybe Brock and Bobby again, or I would have did Brock Lesnar and Bray Wyatt. But then Bobby would need a Bobby would need a competitor, uh, and that's I, and that's the problem because I don't want to see Bob, Bobby and Omos. Fighting against each other, that don't make sense for me. But yeah. Yeah, let's go ahead. I, w- I would like to see I would like to see Braun Breaker and yeah. Brock Lesnar. That'd be a good one. Braun be- Breaker and Brock Lesnar would be money on top of money on top of money. And Brock's promos are taking away his whole mystique of being the beast. Because he's just he just trying to be funny now. He's just saying jokes and things like that. You, you're not looking very beastly. I don't all the way mean. agree with that. Because as an entertainment portion, I wanted this from Brock Lesnar, but Brock doesn't have Paul Heyman in him. Brock doesn't have that mouthpiece <laughs> that can keep things interesting, that can keep things sharp. But Cowboy Brock I love Cowboy Brock because Cowboy Brock is funny. And the most dangerous person 
in the room, somebody that can make you laugh and whoop your ass at the same time. <laughs> so, you know <laughs> That's the most dangerous person. Somebody that can make you laugh, crack jokes on you, and whoop your ass at any moment. That is a terrifying person because you don't know where he's going to go with that. Um, man, and, and to be honest with you, once I thought he was going to kind of beat on MVP early, but he kind of let MVP live. He even shared a little bit of his strength. He had some white lightning. Well, we all, we could, you know, both of us from the country, but we know what white lightning is. That's that, that's that, when you smell it, it just burns all your nose hairs. It gives you instant, <laughs> instant headache. Um, that is some strong stuff. You know, some shine, a little bit of shine. He gave MVP, MVP some shine. MVP spit the shine in Brock Lesnar's face. <laughs> um, Brock Lesnar started wiping his face, laughed at MVP, and then F5'd him. Uh, <laughs> he did a family guy fall. Did you see how he fell? Yeah, you know the family guy fall when somebody falls and they hand behind their back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. <laughs> Put on the chair, hand behind their back, uh, everything on which ways. Listen, uh, I thought his shoes was going to come off. Last time that Brock Lesnar S5 MVP, both of his shoes came off. <laughs> so I love when somebody wears a suit and they get F5, then their shoes just fly off. That's always a, a trophy symbol for me. But like I said, we'll see how the Brock Lesnar versus Omos goes and if they're building this story to be interesting or not. Fellas, we also saw a segment, man, with uh, your boy Seth Rollins, and uh, he had the Miz in the ring. First of all, I absolutely love Seth Rollins' entrance. I love it live. I love it every time he comes out. The fans get really into it. He dances. So, so funny. Um, (laughs) Now we have Seth Rollins and Logan Paul doing the face-to-face next week, and it's possibly going to be Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul at WrestleMania. I told I told y'all about it. I spoke about it a little bit. I said it might possibly happen after he threw him out after WrestleMania, and I, I mean, excuse me, at the uh, Royal Rumble. And I really want to see this match, and I think this is going to be my sleeper match that's going to tear the house down. To be honest with you, how you guys feel about Seth versus Logan Paul? Let me go, LPZ. Ah, uh, I think it's going to be a decent match. Um, I think it. I think it, I think it's gonna be better than if it would have been John Cena versus uh, Logan Paul. I think Seth would give a better match than Cena would have gave him. Um, it's. I mean, Seth needed something to do. I didn't want to see him wrestle Austin Theory no damn more. So, I think. I think. I think it's gonna work out to be a. To, it might be. It might steal the show. <clears throat> Yeah, I think it's going to steal the show, man. Mr. Everything, how do you feel about this match? And do you think it has the potential to steal the show at WrestleMania? Uh, from what we've seen with Logan Paul, yes. I do feel as though it could be a show stealer. It's definitely a sleeper. Um, but I think the pressure is on for Logan Paul because now everyone's got their eyes on him to see what he's capable of doing. And is it me? Or does Logan Paul appear every time his brother has a fight? 
Hey, that man is a marketing genius, bro. Don't get mad at him. He ain't a marketing genius, but he's good at marketing. You got to admit, yeah. uh, he knows how to promote. <laughs> you got to get yeah. to him. See, see, every time Logan Paul comes up, Jake Paul has a fight coming up. And that's the kind of the premise of all their promos. Like, oh, your brother's going to get knocked out. And it's like, like you're going to get knocked out. And I'm like, oh, no. No, that's not what's going to happen because we know how to fix things, you know, because boxing is fixed. Boxing is fixed. Mm, okay. All right. You heard it. You heard but, it first. You heard it first. But, you know, I, I think, I think it's going to be it's going to be good. And, and like I said, the pressure is on for Logan because everyone has seen what he's been able to do in terms of getting in the ring with the Miz, Roman Reigns. And now he's going to get in the ring with one of the best top performers in WWE right now, and Seth Rollins. So I, I think the promos need to step up a little bit in order for us to really get invested in this. Yeah, man. Let me go over to the best damn nation, man. Uh, Mama Everything, she said, I think Mr. Everything can beat all of them. All right. You know what I'm saying? Hey, uh, <laughs> whooping ass and taking names, Mr. Everything. Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby got, uh, him. Bobby got him. You said Bobby got him? Yeah, Bobby you know what? Him. Hey, yeah, Bobby hey, did get him, hey, hey, listen, listen. That wasn't my fault. That wasn't my fault. The other two guys, the other two guys got in the way. I had him. I had him. I was putting a boost to him. Putting a boost to him. The other two guys got in the way. The skirt, the skirt just wasn't doing it for me. And it kind of got, you know, I didn't want my, you know, I didn't want. I didn't want my stuff there. I didn't want to do the Marilyn Monroe. So I kind of got, I got, but next time, next time, I promise next you. Time. Yeah. Ne yeah. Yeah. Next time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's, that's great. Listen, um, one more thing, man, before we go ahead and wrap up Hot Topics and uh, before I commence this ass whooping, uh, we have new tag team champions, fellas. Uh, we have Lita and the man, Becky Lynch, just won the women's tag team titles. I like this team together. They look good. Uh, I think this is always a kind of fantasy booking uh, for Becky Lynch, man. And I'm pretty sure it's pretty cool for Lita also, man. How do you guys feel about, real quick, Becky Lynch versus Lita? Let me go LP. Um, excuse me. Becky Lynch and Lita winning the tag team women's championship. LP. Uh, I... It was okay for the fans. The fans got excited. I kind of was like, "That's some boo," because Lita is not Lita is not on the level of none of these girls. I'm sorry, Lita was hot for her era, but she is not on the level. She can't even see Lacey Evans. Like Lita is not on the level of these new age wrestlers. So I don't know if they did it because Lita needed a paycheck. So they looked Triple H looked out for her, get her a little bit of bread in the next couple of weeks, <laughs> but. Uh, and I guess they didn't have nothing to do for Becky, but yeah, I kind of was like, "What are y'all? What are y'all doing?" Because if it was Gold, if it was Goldberg or Ric Flair or some other legend, everybody be complaining about it. But with Lita, and then Trish showed up, I'm like, "What does Trish got to do with anything?" So uh, I guess nostalgia. They haven't had they haven't had any nostalgia moments in a while, and I guess that was good for that. But come on now, Lita. If you notice, Lita barely was in the match. Becky did all the heavy lifting. Like Lita is not <laughs> Lita could not beat no damn them two girls. I'm sorry. 
Oh uh, man, I gotta give some credit, man, to uh to your girl Eo Shirai, man. Eo Shirai was laying it in, Jack. And I thought that Lita had a beautiful splash. Lita Dev does have a beautiful splash splash, excuse me. But uh Eo, man, her splash is just she don't even look. She just ah, I'm trusting it. <laughs> just reflect back. Um, I thought the match was you're right. Uh Lita did not do mat much in that match. Uh Becky heavy lifting in that match um and then lita kind of had a slower step i don't know if y'all noticed that but she had a you know she was a little slow on her step uh mr everything how did you feel about the new women's tag team champs uh it's definitely history in the making because lita is the very first wwe legend to win the women's tag team titles um i think the main thing of why they did this is because of WrestleMania. Nothing more, nothing less. It is just because of WrestleMania. They're having to bring in um, these legends and, you know, to kind of build up the card and build up the money and the prestige and everything else. That is that is the only reason why she got the tag titles. I can see them coming right back off of them at WrestleMania because why keep them on them on these women longer than WrestleMania. Um, Becky Lynch does not need a tag title. Becky Lynch is phenomenal by herself. So uh, I think it's just uh, the moment of, like uh, LP said, nostalgia. It's a nostalgia moment. Uh, she's accomplished something that she has not had a chance, an opportunity to do. And it's a feel good moment for Lita. So WrestleMania be looking for those tag titles to come off those women. Who do they go to next? That remains to be seen. I think it might be uh, Ronda, man. Ronda and uh, Shayna. I think they're a more uh, cohesive team, and I think they're going to really do some things together. So as far as I'm, if I'm building the WrestleMania card and I want to stack the deck for the women's tag team titles, I'm going with that. That's money. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, Ronda, you got Ronda Rousey, Lita, Becky Lynch, and uh, – and Shayna Baszler all in the match together, man. I think that's going to be some fireworks, man. So I'm so excited to see it. But, fellas, the show has been so great so far. But uh, we got to go over to the man who's chefing. He's effing. And he has all of the questions. Chef Showtime's trivia. <laughs> Uh, it's trivia time, fellas. Chef Showtime is going to fire out some questions, man. Best of 20. Uh, we're going to go around the board. Chef is going to ask us some questions uh, pertaining to wrestling and the wrestling world. And we have to test our knowledge and see where we are. The winner of this gets all the bragging rights. They become the champion of trivia. Let's get ready for Chef Showtime's Trivia. What's up, Chef? Uh, yeah, how you guys doing? Yeah, let's get it ready. First, I'm going to give you guys some <laughs> easy questions. LP. You know, I'm going to give LP the hard ones, you know. Hater. <laughs> All right. You're going to go around the board. You got five seconds to answer. If you're not answering in five seconds, you're, and somebody else will get to steal. And they get five the steal. Five seconds. You guys understand? 
Five seconds. Five seconds. You got a bug or something? Five I don't, seconds. I don't want nobody Googling because somebody's off camera right now. He might be Googling the answers and stuff. Oh, know. yeah. He, 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 he might be Googling. <laughs> we ain't got time for the Googling. You know, Google the answers. All right, I'll give you six yeah, seconds. Man. All right, we're going to start with LP. Are you ready? Yeah, let's go. All right. This is an easy one. I don't see if you're under. What do APA stand for? Say what now? What do APA stand for? Acolyte Protection Agency. All right. Point for ding, you. Ding, 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 ding. He Googled it. He took it long. <laughs> All right, Mr. Oh. Everything. All right, this is an easy one for you. Name John Cena, former fiance. Um, Nikki Bella. Uh, ding, ding, ding. That was correct, too. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Renegade. All right, what was WWE called first? Was first called? My bad. The World Wrestling Federation. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) (laughs) Now the questions, you know, it's a little warm up. Are you guys ready? All right, finish yeah. it now. A little bit harder. We got this one. Mr. Everything, the wrestler. This is for you. In what year were there co-winners of the Royal Rumble? What year was what? What year were there co-winners of the Royal Rumble? Oh, man. Juicy. <laughs> 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 Damn, it ain't no multiple choice. <laughs> okay, I'll give you a multiple choice. Was it A, 1996, B, 2001, C, 1994? It was 96. Ah, wrong. Anybody for the steal? Me. 2001. 2001. <laughs> that the correct answer <laughs> was 1994. It was Bret Hart and Lex Luger. Yeah, oh, years. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it involved Bret Hart. <laughs> you would have been better asking me who, the, who was the wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, All right. Mister mm, Renegade. All right. For you. Who was the first WWE superstar to capture the money in the bank contract? Ooh, the first one. Um, and I know this. Uh I I wanna say it. Eh, that is wrong. <sighs> Who's for the steal? For the for the steal. Mr. Everything? The Miz. Eh, that is wrong. 
Would you like to take a guess, LP? Uh, Zach Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? It was Jericho. And that's where we is. <laughs> the answer is CM Punk. I was gonna say that too. God dang, I was gonna say that. CM Punk. I was. I, I, I stopped watching during CM Punk's era. I got to be honest. I wasn't like really, you know. I kind of tuned out. But okay, all right. Oh, I was going to say that, but I thought I thought they did it before him. God dang! All right, I won't make that mistake again. All right, we're going to LP. You, you know about old school wrestling. I can get actually this one. Who played the only match in? History of a oh my bad I read it wrong. Who played the only steel cage match in history at WrestleMania? Only steel cage match. Who played it? What do you mean network or who was in it? Who wrestled the only cage match in WrestleMania history? You want a multiple choice? Yeah. Is it A. Hulk Hogan, King Kong Bundy, B. Lex Luger versus Hulk Hogan, or C, is it Ric Flair versus Hulk Hogan? Shit, I was gonna guess wrong in all three. Who was the, who was the first one you said? A, Hulk Hogan versus King Kong Bundy. I'm gonna go with A. That is correct. Uh, you know what? It's funny. It's funny, I was about to say Undertaker and Big Boss Man, but that was a hell in the cell, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, all right. Oh, it ain't none of y'all got y'all questions right but me. Nah, everybody got, everybody <laughs> I got, got one. I got one. The baby question. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Mr. Renegade, who is the youngest WWE champion in category. In any category. In any category? Uh, I would have to say Austin Theory. Nope. No, okay, hold on. Hold on. In any category. Mm-hmm. Yes. I would have to go Roxanne Perez. That would be wrong. How would that be wrong? 18. Hmm. 1819. AJ Lee was 18. Who? AJ Lee. AJ Lee? Man, ain't nobody see AJ Lee as a winning <laughs> champion. <laughs> AJ, okay. AJ Lee, really? Was AJ okay. Yeah, AJ was the youngest. Wow. But okay. that's the Wow. Well, if you could tell me the youngest mm-hmm. male to win any belt, you get extra points. I'm going to get anybody. Awesome theory. I- no, it's too late. He already got it wrong. He can't get another point off of that. <laughs> no, he was asking another question. That was a whole other question. Oh, <laughs> come on. Austin Theory's wrong. He's 20. John Cena. Oh, That's wrong. He's 26. Randy Orton. Correct. Randy Orton. Randy Orton was 25. No, man, because. Yeah. How old is Austin Theory? Austin Theory was 25 when he won in November. He's, his birthday is in August. Okay. Uh, Brock Lesnar. Um, 25 when he won it. Okay. Yeah. All right. I got it. Oh, yeah. 
I'm one for two. <laughs> All right. Mr. Everything, who yeah. is the only WWE superstar to attend the Academy Awards? To attend the Academy Awards? Oh, mm. John Cena. And Ron. The Rock. Who said that first? The Rock, me? LP is correct. Whoa. Oh, all right. <laughs> Come on, right. you said John Cena? Are you serious, bro? Come on, man. Yeah, he, he's done more award shows than anybody. Man, The Rock has been going to award shows since he got out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you got a point. <laughs> you got a point. Since the Scorpion King. All right. All right. Go with you. All right, we're going with uh, Mr. LP, the Don. Who was John Cena first? pay-per-view opponent. You want multiple choice? I no, think I know this. How do you only want to get multiple choice? Let him guess. You didn't ask for it. <laughs> I, I asked for it. You didn't ask for it. Okay. I, I wasn't offered the multiple choice. Jeff <laughs> <laughs> is the host. Go ahead, Jeff. You got 30 seconds. All right. Oh, I thought you was about to give it with multiple choice. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to have three seconds after the multiple choice. Okay. A, The Miz. B, Daniel Bryant. C, Chris Jericho. Three, no, D, Curtis Angle. Who's the last one? Curtis Angle. Curtis Angle? <laughs> Her ankle, Curtis. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Use the government, Curtis. <laughs> Curtis ankle. I was like, who the hell is that? He sounded like a mechanic. All right, go this, ahead. This is first televised match. First pay per view opponent. Oh, first pay per view opponent. Well, uh, Jericho. That is correct. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. That was a straight guess. <laughs> I thought I thought you were gonna say the first person he wrestled because I they, I think the first person he ever wrestled was Kurt. Kurt Angle, yeah, 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 Kurt Angle. Yeah, so I was about to say Kurt Angle. I missed the pay per view part. Come on, make it a challenge. I'm like Thor, make it a challenge for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Okay, Mister Everything. Most, this is a multiple choice answer. It's, it's Renegade's turn. What year did Ric Flair retire from WWE? A, 2005. B, 2000. C, 2008. 2008. Correct. All right. I don't think I don't there was there. No brownie points for that one. We all <laughs> we all was calculating that out here because I was like evolution. When the evolution? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a win is a win, brother. <laughs> a win is a win. <laughs> the next one. Come on, give it to me, chef. All right. 
Mr. Renegade. Which venue did the first WrestleMania match take place? A, Madison Square Garden. B, Houston. C, Tennessee. Madison Square Garden. Correct. What kind of baby question was that? <laughs> hey, man, some people don't know, but I do. <laughs> Go ahead, Tim. <laughs> Every, everybody knows. Come on, man. Where, would, where else would you do the first WrestleMania? All right. <laughs> when is a win? <laughs> <laughs> drink, drink, drink your tea. <laughs> All right. Yep. LP. Right. Name Ray Mysterio finishers. You say what now? Name Ray Mysterio finishers. All the six of them. Or all of them. The That's six. The, the six one nine in the West Coast Pop. Yeah, you got them right. And the Frost Flash. Iron That's Man. not really. Uh, that wouldn't call the frog place. It's finishing. He's yeah. people with it. He hit people with it. He hit people with it. Yeah. yeah. If, he, if he beat you with it, it's a finisher. It's a finisher. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got my points. I got my points. Move on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Everything. What are the Undertaker four main finishers called? Oh. Two-stone two power driver, um, the Hell's Gates, the Last Ride, and the Chose Land. Yeah, you're right. You got yeah. it. I know, right? I'm going to take a fan right here. Shoot, man. I'm going to ask the Undertaker man the Undertaker's questions. That, should, that could have been on the first round. <laughs> that question could have been on the first round. Okay. Yeah, just like your 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 six one nine and your West Coast pop. <laughs> hey, that was hard. Here go this one. Name the diva who has the same last name as her first name. Kelly Kelly. All right, got that one right. Nah, you know, that took uh, all of two point three seconds to answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This question right here for is for LP. The, the guru, you so-called. What year did oh. WrestleMania officially debut? Shit. Ooh. Mm, I know that. <laughs> Ooh. The very first WrestleMania. Yes. Five. Four. Three. Two. 1985. You Google that shit. You Google that. You didn't have to sound the Google. I promise you. Google and Alexa all on that one, Jack. You got that one. That is correct. Y'all think it's a game? Come on, man. Come on. I don't know. Where we at, Where we at? Where we at right now? All right, right now, LP has six. Mr. Everything has four. And Mr. Renegade, you have three. Man, y'all keep. What number? <laughs> what, what, what number? What number? What number question we on? I'm trying to hang in until the end. 
You got three. What are the first? Huh? You said first of twenty, right? Yeah. What number are we on? Wait, uh, we're gonna have to cut that short. So we're gonna do the uh. Got two in months. the next, in the next, the next two minutes. So let's All go right. ahead and start firing them off. All right. The redhead diva who is known for. Did he have a seizure? What happened? You all right? You might have sneezed. Oh, damn, Okay, he got frozen for a second. Is he back? All right, there you go. I hear you. You were frozen. We didn't hear you either. Go ahead. I said, name the redhead diva who is known for faking injuries to get out of matches. Who's that toward? Eva. I said for anybody. Eva. Eva. Oh, whole name. Whole name, sir. Eva Marie. Eva Marie. Eva Marie. <laughs> All right. The next one. Name the first overall draft pick of WWE. What year? John Cena. Who? John hey. Cena. Wrong. The first overall draft. Yeah, what what year? It was a multiple choice question. It was A, John Cena, B, CM Punk. Where am I? C? B. B. Yeah. <laughs> a, John Cena, B, CM Punk, C, The Rock, D, Kurt Angle. Look at he dropped out of the race because he knew he was about to lose. Give me CM Punk. No, The Rock. The Rock. The Rock. Oh, okay. You know that makes sense. But you know, draft first round draft pick to what show? SmackDown, because The Rock technically created the whole premise behind SmackDown. So I guess yeah, yeah, you will be right. Yeah. All right. All right. So were we gonna transfer over to that's that's three, right? Two or three. All right, that's the last one. Who All won right. the most WWE women's championships? Oh, the queen, Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair. Would you like to change it? No, I would not like to change that. Charlotte Flair. Women's championships. You said women's championships? Trish Gattis. There you go. How many Trish got? Trish has... Let me get right back. I had to wrote it down, but I raised this. Raised it. Okay, right now. I don't know about you. Got to check your sources on that one, man. Because as far as I know, Charlotte is the most winning woman of all time right now with fourteen. You have to think about the diva. You have to think about diva championships. All of them just put in one. Divas championship. That's not really. Is that, well, I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess. You know. Yeah. It says Trish has over. I'll tell you right now. Pull it up. <coughs> Man, I don't think Trish got more than I don't think she got more than ten, man. man. You ought to 
like title reigns. Yeah, Charlotte has, has it. Okay, but so I was right like from the Divas on up, Trish. Man, that, from the Divas on up, it really don't matter. I'm gonna be honest with you. So we got to start. We got to start from the the uh, the women's championship when it switched over from the Divas. That's the one to count. That's the reason why uh, Lita and and uh, Trish is coming back because they want a little piece of that. You know what I'm saying? I I won. Yeah. Cut it out. I won. What was the final? What was the final? It's, oh, the final is LP has six, Mr. Everything has five, Mr. Renegade has four. All right. What? I just answered two questions correctly. <laughs> well, you had, to, you had to do some catch-up. <laughs> yeah, you had to do some catch-up. All right. Well, you know, uh, we'll go ahead and succeed. I'll succeed my loss to LP. LPZ. He had to step out, but you are the winner of Chef Showtime's trivia. Uh, you have the title, sir. Congratulations. Uh, we will let you boast and brag later as the trivia champion. Uh, it's been a great show, fellas. That was fun. We got to do that again. Chef, you got to get some more questions for us, man, so we can go at it in best damn nation can uh, play along to the game. Maybe we can do a question every week. I think that would be really cool. Pose a question for the nation uh, from Chef Showtime. So we're going to definitely check that out again. Chef, man, uh, real quick, man, uh, you love to be in the kitchen. You're in the kitchen right now. Uh, my fellow, my friend, Chef Showtime, what is your best day? Recipe. Uh, today's best damn recipe is the chicken parm. I have the picture and I have the recipe on the page. Everything I make is from scratch. And you make the recipe, it is fire. You make, you know, oh, man, it's making me want to make some right now. You know, there, there we go. It is delicious. It's nutritious. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hey, listen, I love, I love me some, a good chicken palm, man. Loves me a good chicken palm, chef. Yes, like we got to do a collaboration. Just be in the kitchen cooking everything, recording. Hey, I'm with it. I got you, man. Uh, we can make that happen anytime. Uh, beautiful people, man. If you want to check out more of what your boy Chef Showtime got going on, just go to our pages, man, and you can see exactly what Chef Showtime is cooking in the kitchen. Fellas, it has been a great show. Uh, let the beautiful people know what you got going on and where can they find you. Mr. Everything, what happened? <laughs> well, beautiful people in the best damn nation. Um, like we said before, check me out on Tubi, uh, Brothers Turmoil, and Shift Differential. Uh, this Friday, I have something big coming up. I'll let you guys know how that went on next week's show. 
this Saturday. I'll be in Gloucester, Virginia for Mid-Atlantic Territory Wrestling. Uh, it would be the debut show. I'm excited about this. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be fun. Sunday, I'm in Chucky, Tennessee for School of Morton, ran by the WWE Hall of Famer himself, Ricky Morton. Ricky Morton. Um, you guys look that, that school up on YouTube. Um, we are due to go live on Sunday. So you might see your boy in the ring on Sunday at School of Morton. And I got a whole lot of different shows coming up. So follow me on Instagram, official underscore Miss Everything, so that way you guys can know where I'm going to be, when I'm going to be there, and whose face I'm kicking in when I get there. Awesome, man. We're going to uh, definitely check that out. And maybe uh, Mr. Everything, we can get a Mr. Everything interviews with everybody exclusive, maybe a question for Mr. Morton. Uh, I, I will try to get you guys at least four interviews, and I'm working on a very, very, very big one. And I'm hoping that I can get this individual on here live. He's been looking at a lot of my stuff on Instagram. I'm going to reach out to him. Everybody put your hands together, because hopefully we can get this man on here. I'm telling you, it's going to be Big. This is why you don't miss an episode of the best, best damn wrestling <laughs> podcast because you just never know who's going to be on the show. Exactly, man. Uh, follow us. We are growing. And follow Mr. Everything and all of his endeavors because we tell you, man, we, when we say this, we mean it. Mr. Everything does everything. Uh, Thank you, sir. We're looking forward to that. Chef Showtime, what you got going on and where can the people find you? You can find me on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, Snapchat, at Dante Carter or Chef Showtime. But right now, I've got nothing going on. Plan to try to make more videos, trying to get my editing right down so it looks more clean than what it is. Yeah, right now, just living life, taking care of my kids. <laughs> we love that, my brother, my brother. Uh, we're going to get together and put some cooking videos up for the people. Hey, Chef, man, you got to join me, man. You know I do food reviews, man, all over the city. And uh, it's a lot of places that I love to check out here in Phoenix, man. And, and whenever I travel, I always go to different places, different restaurants, and uh, and help out the, the people there uh, and just showcase Good spots for people to go check out. I'm a foodie, so chef, anytime that you want, my brother, you can join me in the city, and and we can do some food reviews, man. All for it. I love food. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. And Mister Everything, listen, I'll be in, I'll be in town, man, in like the next two weeks or so. So we definitely got to hang out. If you ain't too busy, and or if I got to come and catch a show, uh, I definitely will. I, Last time I couldn't come because I had a lot of stuff going on. I already told y'all about it. But, uh, you know, definitely next time, anytime I can come and catch a show, man, I'll, I'll definitely check you out. So within the next two weeks, if you got something going on, I'm going to come and support my brother. Man. All right, brother. Right, brother. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, man. Uh, my name is Brian Renegade. You can find me on all platforms at Brian Renegade. Um, I got some exciting stuff going on, too, man. Um so I've been doing this media thing for a while. Uh, we, of course, we got the best damn wrestling podcast 
cracking off. But I also have a new podcast coming out uh, that's very uh, interesting, very near dear, and that's going to help a lot of people and a lot of families out. It's called Ain't That Autism, and the premise behind it is to share, shine a little bit of light on the stigmas of autism to help people come up with real world solutions to help their children and to help their families grow. Uh, we uh, come from expertise. So I have my personal expertise all the way from me working for the federal government, helping people with disabilities to having a mental health agency myself. So uh, I have a lot of background and expertise on that realm and how to reach out to people. And, you know, I have some personal experiences myself that I would like to share all, as well as uh, some real world advice from real doctors, real therapists, nutritionists, and everything that can help your child grow. Even if your child doesn't have a disability, uh, if they have some things that they're struggling with, uh, from bedtime to uh, to eating, to how to eat vegetables, to you know doing activities with your kids, to potty training, all that. No matter what age they are, we can also uh, give a lot of good information. So whenever you guys have a chance. Uh, I'll go ahead and, and uh, put the information out. But check out Ain't That Autism, man, because we plan on having a lot of people with that because people don't know what they don't know. And if you can find a source that can be able to give you some information where you ain't got to struggle, or you can find a community of people uh, who, like yourself, might be going through some things or might have you know some issues with your child. You know what I'm saying? Or if you want to strengthen your family and learn some new tips and tricks, you can check out Ain't That Autism. Uh, that's going to be really good, and I'm excited about that whole project, man. So, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I got going on right now. So, I'm excited about that. I'm looking for support from the best damn nation. And if you know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody that might have a disability and might need a little bit of help, tell them to check that out, man. They might find some valuable information to help out. Beautiful people. Best Damnation, uh, if you want to follow the show and everything that we got going on, well, the only thing you got to do is go to our Instagram at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. You can go to our Facebook group at the Best Damn Wrestling Nation. You can go to our Facebook page at the BD Wrestling Podcast. You can go to our Twitter at Best Damn Crew. You can go to our Twitch at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And you can visit our TikTok at Best Damn wrestling podcast and if you would like to follow this chizo uh only thing you got to go is to our patreon www.patreon.com backslash the best damn wrestling podcast for as low as five dollars five dollars you see it five phalanges uh you can get a cup a shirt a hoodie a mug all kind of stuff uh, we have all kind of goodies and all kind of wrestling paraphernalia when you support the show. Yeah. And oh, newsflash, we have exclusive content coming for the best damn nation for everyone who supports the show. We are growing uh, and we have a lot of platforms that we're on. If you're listening to us on Radio Air, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Check out the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast, man, and share it with somebody. We got some good stuff going on. Uh, Mr. Everything, you know, I think that Mama Everything would appreciate this, man. Let's leave the people with a positive message and a final word. 
let me let me let me go ahead and start with you because I know she want to hear from her baby. Go ahead, <laughs> Oh man, uh, positive, uh, positive message. Love everybody. Appreciate the time that you have because it ain't gonna last for so long. We we you know you can be here today and gone tomorrow. So appreciate every moment that you have. And keep pushing onward and upward to infinity and beyond. Oh man, that's a good word for the people. Uh, mama, give a thumbs up if you approve of that message from your soul. You ain't, you ain't the good boy. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah, good God fearing <laughs> church, church man that they get violent on the weekends. But you know, it's a good man. <laughs> uh huh. I can, I can, I can lay up the hands. <laughs> Yeah, got gifted hands. That's what, that's what it is. <laughs> oh, man. Chef Showtime, do you have a good word for the good people? Sometimes life is about risking everything for a dream no one can see but you. Hey, that's real yeah. right there. Say that again for the people in the back. I said, sometimes life is about risking everything for a dream no one can see but you. Mm. You got that? That's deep. What, what, what they call that? I think they call that a little bit of faith. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, believing in yourself, a little bit of faith, man, that goes a long way. Um, I just had a, a message to, uh, the other day that was like, if you don't believe in yourself, then nobody else will. And sometimes as 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 men and people, uh, it's kind of hard to believe in yourself, especially when you got a lot of stuff going on around you. You know what I'm saying? It's almost, it's almost like you in the eye of the hurricane and it's calm and everything around you is swirling and it's just going all kind of crazy. And you have to keep your composure and keep your faith and know that you're going to make it out. So you're right. You got to believe in yourself. You got to believe in your abilities. A little bit of positive reinforcement is always good. And you ain't always got to get it from the people that look you in the face. Because sometimes you ain't going to like what you always hear. It might be counterproductive to what you really want. So believe in yourself. Because once you believe in yourself, and then everybody see how God is working in your life. If you're religious, if you're not, then, you know, the universe working in your life. And then you you will, everybody will see that on you. They'll see that faith. And then they'll try to, you know, attach their little hooks to you. Like, hey, man, I don't see you moving now. I ain't believing you in that verse. But I see you moving. You're doing big things. You know, people always want to come around when you're doing good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you're right, Chef. You got to believe in yourself. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a good word for the beautiful people. Uh, my word for the beautiful people is man, this is the first time I ain't, I ain't really had an immediate word for the beautiful people. Uh, I think I'm going with Chef on that one, man. That was a good one. I got to let that let sink in. Uh, believe in yourself. I'm, I'm echoing what Chef said. Believe in yourself. Believe in your abilities. Can't nobody get it done and fame for you. If God showed you a vision or man or 
whoever you pray to, if they showed you a vision, then you have to believe in that and work towards that. It ain't going to come overnight. Sometimes it do. But most of the time, it don't come overnight. And when it do come, sometimes it's in another form. You know what I mean? Uh, and you have to be able to differentiate if that's something that's for you or if it's not. So, yeah, definitely believe in yourself. Believe in your abilities. Because if you don't believe in you, then who? Beautiful people. Best. Damn. Nation. We had a great show. We will see you next week on the next Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. Fellas, as always, a pleasure. I salute you, gentlemen. I will see you next week. Beautiful people, we bid you adieu.